Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, first of all, a little disclosure so that uh, every, all of the cards are on the table face up. Uh, what we're talking about today is uh, Tony Caligiri's father-in-law, Joseph Latona, is a defense attorney for at least one of the two, uh, either Aaron Turgalski or Robert McCabe, or maybe both. Uh, uh, Tony, uh, keeping a shy vigil doesn't know. <laughs> Did, didn't you ask him next time he pops in for a cup of coffee? Are you support? Are you uh, defending both of those guys or one? So you really don't know. No, I don't. I just found out yesterday. Jeannie told me it was at least one of them that uh, he is represented, and he's a defense lawyer, defense attorney. Good, That's yeah, what he does. <laughs> That's what he does for a living, and he's a good one. Okay, so he's defending the two police officers. Uh, Tom Burton, we have no direct co- uh, uh, connection to. I met him once at uh, Susan Banks' house. Nice guy, and and he is a. Uh, I think he's the attorney for the union, the police union. Got it. That's Straight. correct. And he also, uh, his firm represented me in my case uh, when I was in my motorcycle accident. All right. Now here we go. Let uh, here are the questions, and I'll flesh them out now. Did Martin Gugino, he's the man who fell backwards on his head accomplish his goal all right now uh, let me explain that i'm sure when he left the house he didn't want to fall down on his head and uh, have some blood come out from his ear that was not his plan for the day's activities but what 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 were his plans is to cause trouble cause problems he posted it it's all over the internet his own postings is that that's his job uh, he feels uh, he he goes all over the world actually uh, to protest things, including Guantanamo Naval Base in Cuba and a lot of other places. So he said uh, he said in his writings, in his own uh, his own writings and his own places online that he was going to cause some problems to try and cause some problems with the police. Now uh, what happened? The police had a line, and I wasn't there. Tim Wenger was there, and uh, the, uh, Tim said when his head hit the, the cement, you could hear it. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, I wish nobody would be uh, falling down and hitting their head. I wish nobody was protesting. I wish everyone was treated fairly. And all, I can't speak for everyone. I can speak for myself. Okay? I can speak for myself. Uh, I I think I've always treated people fairly, and that's that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide in white shame or guilt. That's not gonna happen. 
Not with me. It's not. Uh, so anyway, uh, so he goes down there, and there's a police line. He walks up to the middle of the police line, as best I could tell, with something in his hand, and the policeman gave the lightest push I have ever seen. It was like you were trying to push a a feather over. It was just this. It was nothing. And he fell over backwards. And I'm sure he would have been very happy if it ended there, but he hit his head, too. It came with the territory. He put himself in that position. Uh, he, he caused the officer to have to do what he did. Uh, he had something in his hand. Uh, keep in mind, too, the atmosphere was charged. And uh, these are professional uh, police, uh, but they're also human beings, and they, and they uh, know what's going on. So that was his goal, and his goal was accomplished. Pretty soon that video was all over, uh, all over uh, video land. And uh, people from out of town were calling and uh, wanting interviews and all that other stuff. But uh, there's no, no question in my mind he put himself in harm's way. Also no question is uh, that uh, that was the easiest push I have ever seen. Now, the DA, the DA, oh, well, yeah, here we go now. Uh, he's being charged uh, the, with two, what, D felonies can get up to seven years in jail for that push. Seven years in jail. And then the DA is trying to explain it. And while he was trying to explain it, uh, in my mind, it just rang out of, boy, I better do something because I don't want this angry mob being angry with me. I'm the DA. I want to I, I do something that will make everybody happy. Let me see. I'll charge them <laughs> with two D felonies which means they could go to jail for seven years for that, for that. Now, he explained, uh, well, uh, you know, I had no choice. Well, first of all, I, 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 these are my partners usually, the police. He works with the police all the time. But I had no choice because the other man was, what was he, 74, 75 years old. I guess if, if you put your hands on anybody that's over 65, uh, they're going to nail your ass. You're going to go to jail, okay? But to my mind, you mean, Mr. DA, that there's no no differentiation between that feather touch that we saw that sent him backwards and then he lost his balance and a linebacker coming at you with, uh, with a head tilted down ready to block you? Because they're both the same act, aren't they? But there's a difference. There is a huge difference. This was a gentle push. It's not even a push that you push somebody out of the way of a speeding car. It was just a gentle touch. Get out of the way. That's all it was. He was in the way of the cops. They got to do their job. And so it was this gentle push. So I thought the DA was being a little bit of a drama queen, if you don't mind. Okay. I I just hope everybody is okay with this. Now, I heard uh, this morning... I heard uh, a couple of things that they're going to have to prove if this goes to court, which will be very hard uh, to prove, okay? One is intent. Was it the intention of the policeman uh, to hurt or uh, do anything like that uh, to injure this man? How are you ever going to prove that? With that touch? If you wanted to hurt him or injure him, you'd push a hell of a lot harder than that. 
You'd do more than that, too. Maybe you'd use a baton or something. All they did was gently push them out of the way. Uh, okay, so intent was the first thing. And the second thing is uh, the judge will have to get uh, jurors on there that are not going to be swayed by public opinion. In other words, they'll do the usual chanting and all this outside the courtroom, and there'll be drawings and people will be in costume, all the crap we've been looking at for the last uh, last uh, week or, or so. So to prove intent and, and to, to uh, take out the, the obvious uh, part about the people who are just protesters, period, I don't think they have a chance to find a jury unless they go out of their way to find an, an activated jury that wants to convict them no matter what. If he gets a fair trial and a fair, if they both get a fair trial and a fair jury, they're out. They're, it's not going to hurt them at all. Right now, they're out of a job without pay. The DA still gets paid uh, for his brilliant intellectual uh, prowess uh, in this case. But the bottom line is, did Martin Gugino accomplish his goal? Yeah, he did. He did. He, he got a, a whack on the head, and I hope, he, I hope he's all right. But that's what he wanted. He wanted something, and he got it, okay? Did the DA overcharge? Absolutely. You're telling me that that's the, the, that's the best charge you can come up with? I think the DA is, is um, uh, pathetic in this one. I'm usually, I mean, I interviewed him once for three hours. Nice enough guy. Uh, and I don't have a lot of problems with him, but I do with this. The other uh, question is defund the police. They have enough votes in Minneapolis right now. They have nine votes, and they're going to use them. Apparently, they're going to vote. They are going to get rid of the police department. Now, we don't know what their plan B is. Uh, some people said that there's a lot of Muslims there. And, uh, who is there from there? Elon Omar. Uh, Omar. Yeah. She's from there. Uh, is Sharia law going to show up there? It'll be very interesting to see as I, I will bet the house on this one. There will be problems and, and because we can't have a community or we don't have, let's put it that way, a community without some problems. And when they call the cops and nobody answers, what do they do then? They probably have to go to the closet and take out a shotgun because that's all they're going to have is themselves to defend themselves. Nobody's going to come and help them because they don't have anybody. They let them all go. See how that works out for you. 803-0930-1800-616-9236 and star 930. We'll be back with a lot of calls, a lot of Facebook, a lot of everything on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, somebody was texting, says, uh, have you noticed that Hillary Clinton uh, from Benghazi and other things uh, and emails is in court now? And uh, nobody's mentioning it. Tony, you said other people, other things are going under the rug, too, while this is happening. Yeah, nobody's talking about Hillary Clinton being forced to testify. She lost her battle. Uh, and nobody's talking about the... Uh, the spying scandal of Obama on President Trump and the setup of General Flynn. So that stuff mysteriously has disappeared yeah, from the well, news. And uh, keep in mind, uh, I, I think we're, we're in war right now. I think we're, we are under the gun and in war. We wanted to help out this, uh, this bakery. Where is it again? Is it in, the, in, in the falls? The little bakery on 19th Street off of Pine Avenue in Niagara Falls, they were... Uh, 
I don't know, ransacked, ransacked. robbed. Their yeah. business was basically destroyed yesterday. And we're talking about a business that, that has done so much for the community. And uh, Ken Tompkins alerted me that there's a GoFundMe page for them, and it's helping them out. Uh, Joe Beamer has posted it on the Sandy Beach, a link to it on the Sandy Beach Facebook page if you want to go to it and check it out. When Ken sent me the message we this says they were around six thousand uh dollars so far in donations within the last few minutes we are up to eight thousand dollars oh good so if you'd like to do that and somebody else uh, said they wanted to send me something but they didn't know how my email address is pretty easy it's sandy at wben.com <laughs> i get lots and lots of emails most of them are non-consequential but occasionally a good one shows up and some okay. of them from Neverth begging for money Oh, yeah, yeah, always the same thing. Uh, let's go to uh, line four. This will be Frank in Tonawanda. Frank, you're on WBEN. Well, good morning, Sandy. Hi, Frank. Good to talk to you again. What do you think of all this stuff? Well, we've got Gugino falling back like he's a member of the Rockettes, like he was pushed by a, a cannonball or something when he was barely touched. I want to know, has he accomplished his goal? Has the DA overcharged? And what about defunding the police like they're going to do in Minneapolis? Well, they're already trying to do that here in Buffalo. If you listen to that, I don't know if it was a councilman or whoever it was, he says he wants to, he says, and this has been in the making for the last two or three years. And I said, yeah, right. This was the very opportunity that you were looking for so that you could jump on the bandwagon with all these other stupid cities. But this Gugino character, I don't care if he's 75, 65, or whatever he is. This guy's a professional agitator. That's what he is, and and that's what he's proud to be that, yeah. I've seen him on the corner of Bidwell and Elmwood, especially in the summertime. There's every weekend on a Saturday, it doesn't matter what's going on, they're protesting something. They're protesting an airplane flying overhead. But I've seen that Cugino character there many, many times, and he's a professional agitator, like they said. This guy travels around the world. Like, he was down at the uh, Guantanamo Naval Base in Cuba. He's been all over the world. You're right. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, I, I feel bad that he fell backwards, but I think that was part, I would say, 99.9% .9 of his own fault for not listening. Yeah, he tripped, uh, but the push was not hard at all. It was like a, a little baby push. It was, I, I think the cops showed some deference in not whacking him as he approaches him, didn't use his stick or anything, just pushed him out of the way, that's all. And he happened to he happened to trip. Uh, it was his balance that uh, should be charged and not the cop. Right, and that was the other thing that uh, the, the DA said. No cop has the right to push somebody back with his baton. And I'm going, what video are you looking at? And you know what else he said when they asked uh, how, uh, by our reporter, when he asked how should it be done? He says, well, maybe a gentle. Uh, he used the word gentle. You're, you're in a, a highly charged situation. You're the DA. You ought to know about this stuff. Maybe you should get out there more often and uh, see what the, the uh, frontline cops are doing. Gentle? You're in the middle of a protest that has been violent up to that time. And why, uh, why would you think gentle is the word you want to use? I think it was gentle. I think it doesn't get any more gentler than that, or he, the guy wouldn't have moved at all. That's for sure. And, you know, if, if they, like Minneapolis, they want to get rid of their, their police force. You know who are going to be the most affected by that are the people that are the minorities, the people that live on the fringes. Those are the people 
that are going to be mostly adversely affected by eliminating a police force. They'll be inter- and, and let me tell you this, Frank. The voters in there are the ones that put the councilmen in. They put the uh, uh, the uh, all of the our office holders in. So whatever they do was approved by you as you sent them uh, to the uh, to the seats of power. That's right. You know that's a very liberal state to begin with, and uh, you know, and it doesn't surprise me that you have these 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 wacko councilmen and senators and congressmen and whatever from Minneapolis and Minnesota that want to do this. You know why? They don't have to fear the consequences of their actions because they live in their little gated communities. They're making whatever amount of money that they're making a year, and they're protected by private security. But in the meantime, everybody else out there, they're going to be armed to the teeth to protect their property. And Our, Who is it? Is it Omar uh, Bernie that lives there? Oh, yeah, Omar. Omar lives there. So uh, here we've gotten this rot gut. Uh, and it's all over the place. The mayor, who is so far left that he's going to fall off the end of the earth, uh, was booed away from the uh, the rally they were having. So even if you even if you placate them, tell them how great they are and how downtrodden it's been, they'll still cur- kick you to the curb. That's with police. What the hell do you think is going to happen without police? I'd like to have stock in a gun store there. Oh, for sure, for sure. And you know what astounds me is like a, a, they have a large population of, of people from the Middle East. And, uh, you know, they left those countries because they were being oppressed. They left those countries because they didn't have any freedoms. Now they're going to come over here and they're going to do away with the police, the local yeah. police. And- uh, Frank, can you hold on for about three minutes? Sure. Sure. Okay, put Frank on hold, and we'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps. Two more you deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, we're back with Beach & Company. Frank is holding. We hope he's holding, and let's go back to him. Uh, Frank, what you were saying is a lot of people that live in that area where there would be no police have uh, come here, here from overseas uh, where they either had problems or they were, uh, they, they were over-policing. 
for some reason. So they did that to get away from it, and they're going to come right back into it. Well, yeah, and I, this is the mentality that I don't understand. It's the same way with this Omar. You know, she came here that this country opened her with open arms, and then she turns around and she stabs the country that adopted her. She's poisoned the, she's poisoned the well. You're right. She comes here, and we say, hey, welcome to America, because she's here legally. Uh, and then what happens is um, she, poisons, she poisons the well. That's for sure, and, she, and she's probably... Her rhetoric is in, is in encouraging these protesters in Minneapolis to go on and on and on every every day. What about that poor officer, that retired captain? His, I think his last name was Doan. Where's the where's the memory for him? He was uh, uh, he was retired. He was uh, helping guard a friend who owns a pawn shop, and he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. And uh, somebody else said, "Hey, over the weekend there were three dead in Buffalo." Where are the protests for them? Well, that's for sure. This is a thing. If they say that Black Lives Matter, that should include the whole Black population, don't you think? We- yeah, and somebody else posted if they really believe that Black Lives Matter, how come they don't protest the abortion places? Right, and on top of that, in Chicago, where they have how many murders a day, and ninety percent of those murders are in the Black community. They're killing each other, but there's no there's no conversation about that. Frank, what do you think will happen uh, when they get to the point in Minneapolis where they make the phone call because somebody's breaking into their home and there's no police force? What do you think is going to happen? Well, there's going to, there's going to be a disaster there. People are going to be shooting willy-nilly at anybody who attempts to even come near their home. And for fear of that, these are looters. So, I mean, they can't have it both ways in that city. Right. Yeah, the, uh, the the people coming in to break into your house will be armed. Make no mistake about that. And you had better be or you'll have no defense. You know what your defense will be? Hiding in the closet. Like uh, hiding in the closet. Uh, like any kind of a, a, a problem where you think you might die. If you can't defend yourself and there's no cops to help defend you, what do you do? You, you, you placate them. Give them everything they came to get. Hide in the closet. Suddenly you're back and you're 10 years old again. It's going to be disgusting is what it's going to be. And it's, it's going to be a video that everybody will watch. But uh, everybody will feel guilty about watching it. Uh, uh, the population of Minneapolis elected all these clowns. Well, now they, I guess they have to live with them. Or maybe not. Thank you, Frank. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go. got a lot of calls and a lot of Facebook yeah, Elan Omar, that's that's her territory. Isn't that strange that that would happen? Let's go to line three. Kathy in South Buffalo, you're on WBEN. Wow, the world is, is crazy. Um, I just wanted to say I was always a great admirer <clears throat> of the DA. I thought he was a pretty good guy, but now I think he's lost his mind. I think that he said that because he was afraid that if he didn't if he didn't charge him with something suddenly there'd be protesters banging on his door and he didn't want to do that i know I, and i have two points my first one is i don't have a computer i'm a computer illiterate um somebody out there needs to go and start a gofundme page for the officers that are being dumped off their jobs for doing their job and protecting us i that's right i wish somebody would do that because these guys are going to be hurting they have families and they have bills and there's nobody for them i mean everybody's just 
turning their backs on him, and it's disgusting. Well, you know, uh, let's see. Aaron Torgalski and Robert McCabe now have no pay. They've been suspended without pay. Uh, so that's the kind of deal they got. Yeah, you're right about the DA. I think he was a drama queen I, and ba- basically said everything but don't hurt me. I, I, he's just, he's disgusting. He's a, he's a turncoat. He's, he's just, a, a, he looks like he has lace underwear on. I can't stand <laughs> Well, that's unusual. I'd never heard the... DA uh, described quite like that, but uh, thank you for that. Looks like he has lace underwear on. Okay, thank you very much. You know who is in favor of the police? Stefan Mihailo. He said criminals should be placed in cuffs, not cops. Uh, he is a controller, and uh, he says members of the law enforcement uh, people are in our community. They put their own lives at risk every day to keep us safe, and that's true. You know, not everybody is thrilled with policemen because they got maybe stopped for speeding or they went through a, uh, a, a light or anything like that. Uh, most of us haven't had really close up and personal with the police. And so uh, we think, oh, gee, it's too bad I got this ticket. You know, if we didn't have police, I wouldn't have the ticket. Bottom line is, if you don't have police, you're going to find out what, uh, what uh, Beirut used to look like. It'll be very interesting uh, to see what happens. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Uh, let's go to Fred in New Mexico on line two. Fred, you're on WBEN. Good morning. Hello, Fred. Um, you know, I um, I was thinking about this pushing business. And uh, that guy put himself in a bad position on purpose. Of course he did. He, especially at his age, he must have thought he was 20 because he doesn't have the reactions of a 20-year-old. Just barely touched. He went backwards and lost his footing and hit his head. And so if somebody bumps him a little bit, He's going to fall. Yeah, who goes, to, who goes to a protest and a riot combination? It's hard to tell exactly what to call it. Who can't even keep their balance. Something's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And that's what this guy does. He's a professional agitator. Well, I, I think he ought to pay for his stupidity. He shouldn't get anything from anybody and the police ought to be let go. Yeah, and and I'll tell you one thing. If they've got to prove intent, they're never going to prove that those officers intentionally hurt him. They barely touched him. Yeah. I think it's embarrassing to even bring it to court. When I first saw it, I, I the reason it's in court is he, he was a tall guy, and he, he fell backwards, okay? He hit his head. There was a little blood coming out of his ear. That's the reason it's going to court. Because we'd go through another whole spectrum, another whole extravaganza about the brutality of the police when he barely, barely touched them. Yeah. I'm guessing that a large percentage of people in that audience have touched other people much more forcibly than the cops did him, and nothing ever happened of it. That's true. And you know... Uh... As far as the police, I'm with the police all the way. I'll, I always have been. Um, I, 
I once I was on my way to Buffalo, and it was a very bad snowstorm, and I couldn't see the signs uh, where 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 to turn and so on, and uh, and then I saw flashing lights in the okay. <laughs> I thought, oh, what did I do? He comes up and he says, "Can I help you find something?" So, <laughs> I mean, you know. The guys are are not bad people. When I had a blowout on my motorhome, which was 45 feet uh, long, when you have a blowout on your front tire, that's a major thing. And I was on the side of the highway outside of Bath, New York. The first uh, first person to come up uh, to help was a state, a state trooper. Uh, so luckily, we had cell phones and everything, but he wanted to make sure we were okay safely off the road and whatever. So they do a lot of things. I think, I've said this before, if we, if you had a way to calculate how many things uh, the cops totally do in the course of a day, you'd be flabbergasted. But instead, we got the loud members of the, the riotous group in our community who just want to raise hell, and that's all that, That's all they're in there for. has nothing to do with uh, the death of uh, George Floyd at all. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Let's take a break, and be back with more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm not happy with what's going on. We are under attack, whether you realize it or not. We'll be back after this. It's, uh, it's just all around us. Uh, you know, I've come to the conclusion that when I hear about what football players have to say, or what uh, people who make movies have to say, I don't care what they have to say. I plain and simply don't. I pay my good money for them to entertain me, make me laugh, make me cry, make me cheer. That's all. That's all it is, okay? So I don't want you to dictate my life. I won't try and dictate yours, and you won't try and dictate mine. And I would say that uh, people who lead a pampered life where they have yes-men all around them, and they make millions of dollars uh, catching a football, throwing a football, uh, running with a football, tackling somebody. I, I don't give a damn what you have to say. I really don't. I'm, I'm looking at some more things here with some uh, former Buffalo Bills who felt it was necessary before they got drafted to okay the team and make sure there weren't any people on there they didn't think they could play with. Can you imagine being a manager of that? Oh, yeah, we're going to give you $8 gazillion, and you're going to dictate that? I don't think so. Because if you didn't play football, tell me what you would be doing. What other, what other skills do you have? I'd like to know that. Just get sick of it. Let's go to uh, line four. Uh, this would be Jerry in Buffalo. Jerry, you're on WBEN. Good morning. How are you this morning? I've been I'm fine, uh, Jerry. How are you? I'm I'm upright and taking nourishment, so I'm okay. Well, that's good. that's good. Good for you. What's on your mind? I I have this in mind that uh, uh, the uh, the flop that he took uh, resembled many uh, an NBA player who tries to get a charging call. <laughs> the only thing missing was the basket in back of him. That's right. True. Uh, but my other comment is that uh, the uh, the witness to the stage production, who was a, a fellow protester claimed that Mr. Gugino came off the steps of City Hall to uh, to approach the police. If you watch a, a video on uh, Spectrum News from, from 
uh, the square looking towards City Hall, he is, Mr. Gugino is seen as coming off the street, walking past three of those uh, concrete stone barriers before he got close enough to the police to confront them. So- and they were told, yeah, from what I hear, they were told uh, with a bullhorn to stand back, uh, stay out of the way, and he, he ignored that. Yes. So uh, he, uh, he made a, a sincere effort to, uh, to walk the distance of three of those uh, stone barriers, which probably is 15 or 20 feet, before he got face-to-face with the, uh, with the, uh, the police line. So, uh, well, when I found out that that fall, uh, now obviously we don't want anybody hurt, but he put himself in harm's way. When I found out that they were going to charge these two cops with defelonies, which means you could go to jail for seven years, when I found that out, I, I thought, shame on the DA, shame on him. I, I, he sounded to me like... Uh, he was afraid not to charge them. And that isn't the way you run uh, the DA's office. Uh, that was not eligible for, I mean, it was eligible legally and technically, but it certainly wasn't uh, what you saw when you saw the video of it. Absolutely. So uh, it, was a, it was a good stage production. He had to go over to the Shays. And, uh... Yeah, he had to go over to Shays and, and go up on the stage. Okay, good point, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I think the DA was afraid not to charge him. Because how many times have we heard, well, they were um, either uh, they were acquitted or there was no charge. What happens? The usual mob shows up. Oh, yeah, 8,000 8, years of injustice, blah, 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 blah. And uh, But that's what I think he was afraid of. Tony, am I on an island with this one, or do you agree? Do you think the DA should have not charged him? Uh, keep in mind, your father-in-law is representing either one or both of the defendants. We always want to make that clear. Go right, ahead. and I'm I'm trying to be as fair as I possibly can. I don't think you know what my, who my father-in-law represents has anything to do with my decision or my thought process. Uh, I think that because of the situation that we are in, that you were going to get that overreaction. You could almost have predicted it. Yeah, uh, Buzzy, how about you? Uh, you know, again, I think it'll play out, and, and I think um, a- after they file the process, I don't think they'll be found guilty. I-, I really think we are, and I said this on Friday, we're getting to a point where we're going to make it, we're going to make officers scared to do their job. You know, obviously, what we've seen uh, in Minneapolis with the George Floyd, that was awful. That officer, I think, should be charged with degree one murder. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, abs- whatever the highest charge should be, yeah, that's and, what he should get. Yeah. And all those officers, I mean, that was an awful situation, and that was an example of police brutality, no doubt about it. But I think what we saw here in Buffalo was a man walking toward police. And I think he was given a light, uh, a light shove, um, and he tripped over himself. I, I, that's what I see. I've watched that video hundreds of times now. And hey, it, it, don't approach the police. They keep telling you, please leave, please leave. They are clearing the area. He makes a motion that looked like it was toward the officer, and you know the officer got him out of the way. I, I don't think those officers should be charged or should be found guilty of what they were charged with. I don't think they will be. Uh, if you have to prove intent, they're never going to prove intent. Never. There was no intent to ha- to harm him. There was just an intent to get him out of the way of the line. Uh, and if they have, if they can't use the crowd out there barking and complaining, 
uh, then I, I don't think any jury around here is going to convict him of anything. Uh, what amazed me is I, it was uh, that push was almost embarrassingly light. Because here you see big, burly policemen with the armor on and all that stuff. And then you see this guy come and approach him. They didn't know what he had in his hand and whatever. So they give him a little, a little push. It was so little, I thought it was too little. It was more of him tripping over his feet more than yeah. the push. But my only question is, being that I do not know how the police are trained, I don't know tactics, things like that. Uh, but knowing and talking with Tim Wenger when he uh, was recounting the story to me, that they were, the police were had overwhelming force. Over, there were overwhelming numbers. Why couldn't they just grab him, slap some cuffs on him, and throw him in the back of a car? Well, That's my only have. question. They could have, and I'm sure that was uh, one of their choices. But I think the tap they gave him, if he didn't trip, the tap they gave him is less than putting him in cuffs. I, I firmly believe that. It was almost a laughable. I'm not thinking it's funny because he was hurt, and I hope he recovers fully so that he can cause trouble with other police. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.